You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonti. Welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia, brought to you here at our great little community radio station, 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. We have a great show for you today on Pigeon Radio Australia. We're going to hear from a granddad that's written a book for his granddaughter, and he's released it, and it's about pigeon racing and pigeons. We'll hear about that. Paul Gunning is going to be our special guest today on Pigeon Radio Australia. Also, we've got Carl, who's got a uh, pigeon sale. He's selling all his birds and accessories and everything he's got with pigeons on Friday the 27th of May at the VRPU room. So we're going to hear about his sale and what's going on for that. Also, we have lots more happening on Pigeon Radio Australia, our media check and some announcements. So let's get on with the show. And to kick off the show, let's listen to a great Australian artist, and that's Slim Dusty, with a song called, quite appropriately, Back With The Show Again. I've seen your nine to five, and the way that you survive, hits me like a ton of bricks and then. Comes this feeling like a flood Cause there's sawdust in my blood I'm itching to be out with the show again I've never had to dwell Or live by the factory bell I keep traveling through the bush with friends But don't blame me for that Hey, you can pass my guitar and hat 
I'm itching to be out with the show again So when I load up purple car And throw in the old guitar You might say I'm heading around the bend Oh, but I know I'll be gone From here before the dawn I'll be out there somewhere Back with the team again Got some good old walkabout friends Out near Alice Springs And the Pepmanati mob up near the top end Then it's back to Isertown When that rodeo comes round It's a good life, you know Back with the show again So when I load up the purple car And throw in the old guitar You might say I'm heading around the bend Oh, but don't blame me for that Hey, you can pass my guitar in hand It's a good life, you know Back with the team again So when I load up the purple car And throw in the old guitar You might say I'm heading around the bend Oh, but don't blame me for that Hey, you can pass my guitar and hat I'll get out of this town Back with the show again On the move again mm-hmm. On the move again mm-hmm. On the move again For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Stock produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340. 551 Southern FM sponsor Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons in a health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035 Double nine eight one thousand 
and pigeonvitality.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Remember the last time you had food poisoning? Oh, yeah, miserable. I didn't get out of bed. It came out everywhere. I honestly thought I was going to die. The chills and feeling all tired was what I wasn't expecting. Delirium and vomiting, diarrhoea. It was like coming out of all orifices. I had it once and it wasn't great, I'll be honest. The last time I had it was like a whole day and the whole night. Food safety. Be prepared. Find out more at foodsafety.asn.au. Hey, this is Ernie Dingo for Rad, recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. Here's a simple word of advice. If you enjoy a drink when you go out, keep it simple. Now, unless you're a rocket scientist, how do you really know whether you're over the limit? So try this, either drink or drive. Don't be a mug and mess around trying to do both. And if you do plan to have a few, arrange a ride with a designated driver who won't drink. The life you save might be your own. G'day, Josh Gatt, host of Bluestone Sounds, a show about live music and emerging acts. If you're a night owl like me, I'd like to very warmly invite you to come and hang out on your Friday morning, Thursday night. That's right, Bluestone Sounds Midnight Edition. Playing the risque stuff I can't play during the light of day. That's midnight till 3am on your Thursday night, Friday morning. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm. Travel the world, musically speaking. From the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto. From the Colosseum to the Pyramids. From the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2pm, for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. Just fly, fly away And I always knew I couldn't stay So I had a dream that I just fly away You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia On 88.3 Southern FM The Sounds of the Bayside And I always knew You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is pigeonmedia.com.au and go and check out the Southern FM website at southernfm.com.au. And don't forget, we podcast via the Podbean Network and also we have pages and groups on Facebook and one of our great pages on Facebook and group on Facebook is the Racing Pigeon Global with over 96,000 members. Go and check it out, the Racing Pigeon Global group on Facebook. And on the line here on Pigeon Radio Australia at the moment, I have on the line... Well, he's in Australia at the moment, but he, he lives in England in the United, United Kingdom. And it's Paul Gunning, who's written a children's book about pigeons. Hello, Paul, and welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia. 
No, look, it's a pleasure to have you on, and, and I'm very excited about the book you've written. Now, just before we uh, talk about the book, I was going to ask you uh, to inform the listeners, you write, you're a scribe for the British homing world, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. I write the Around Bude column. I live in Bude in Cornwall, uh, and I write the Around Bude column. I've, done, I've been a scribe for about 35 years now. For the homing world, um, oh, fantastic! Yeah, so I do that. It's not every week, but no. you know, it, in the season, it's every couple of weeks, and then I'll do feature articles on various fanciers over the winter. You know, mm. and at the moment, you're 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 sitting in. Uh, I, th- I don't know where you are at the moment, but you're sitting I'm in Australia somewhere, aren't you? I'm in Cape Woolamai, Ivan, in <laughs> Phil- on Phillip Island. Phillip yeah. Island, there you go. And and you visit Australia every every year, don't you? Annually. That's right. Well, we've got. I've got a bit of a story. My, my wife Elaine is. Uh, we 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 got married two years, just over two years ago. Uh, we grew up in the same street in Manchester in England years ago, and uh, she came to. We were sort of courting before she came out to Australia at eighteen, and I always said that I'd come. Uh, I'd come over to Australia, but at the time I was I was uh, I had a big family in Manchester and. Uh, I was doing well at sport, and I, I, we wrote for years, and uh, I, I never made it, sadly. Um, but uh, and she, you know, she she went on to marry somebody in Australia, and I married somebody in England. And about six years ago, she got in touch with me through um, uh, like a Facebook page, and uh, I came over. Um, we've, I've been coming over every, ever since, every winter. <laughs> COVID, COVID messed things up yeah, quite yeah. a bit because it was, it was difficult to, for her. So she couldn't leave because she was spending the, the Australian winter in England with me, which was our summer, and I was spending the winter here, with, you know, our, our winter, the Australian summer here. So that's how we were, we've been trying to work here. Yeah. Um, last year I got, I got over and I had to do two weeks in a quarantine hotel in Sydney. Oh, goodness. But, um, yeah. I, I got over this year on Boxing Day. Yeah. Uh, I, I retired in in um, uh, November last year. and yeah. So I, I'm here now till July. Okay. All right. Well, that's good that you're here till July and you'll have to come and yeah. see me and I'll take you around some, uh, some lofts. Maybe you can write a, a story in the British homing world about Australian pigeon racing. Well, I, I will do, Ivan, and I have actually been to visit a couple of fanciers here. I've been to see a fella called Paul Bryant. Yeah, I know Paul well. He races with the uh, great, oh, yeah, v- VHA now, I think he races. Yeah, he's got a lovely setup. He and does. Also, Rod Churchill, who, uh, you know, I yes. had a great day with Rod Churchill and spent a few hours uh, at his place. He's got a lovely setup. He's got all sorts yeah. there as well. Lovely setup. Very good pigeon flyer, too. And he sells grains. He's a feed merchant as well. Yeah, that's right. Well, both of them made me uh, really welcome, you know. Um, well, there's a chap here on the island called Eric Williams. He doesn't race. In fact, he's just given them up, actually. But I've been over to see Eric a few times. He's uh, he just There's no club down here, so he just kept them as pets, races as pets. But he'd got them off Rod, off Rod Churchill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, he's got good pigeons then, because Rod Churchill has got very good pigeons, I can tell you. Oh, no, I've seen the quality of them. Yeah, he has. He's got very good quality pigeons. Now, let's get over to this book that you've written. Now, this book you actually wrote, was it for one of your grandchildren originally, wasn't it? Yeah, well, my me, me little granddaughter, from the moment she could speak, used to call me granddad, well, still does, called me granddad pigeon. 
And every time she comes to my little place, she's, uh, you know, I've got like a little cottage in the middle of nowhere. And she uh, she comes up and she gets me, takes me by the hand and says, Grandad, can a pigeon? Show me the pigeons, show me the pigeons. <laughs> so she's fascinated yeah. by them. Uh, and yeah. what, last year I came out of the quarantine hotel and I was met by some friends in Sydney who picked me up and took me for a drink, a few beers. And um, my friend's uh, my friend's sister, she she was asking about the children, the grandchildren. And I said, Yeah, they call me Grandad Pigeon. And she said, Great name for a book. And it's just stuck yeah. in my mind ever yeah. since. And I, I, I had COVID in September last year and I was stuck in in the uh, middle of nowhere, as I say, yeah. getting food dropped off by my daughters and my neighbours. I was stuck in, in the wind and the rain and uh, I just thought, I'm going to start that book. <laughs> Oh. That was it. that's how it started. So the COVID actually brought on a pigeon book. <laughs> it did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a funny story. Now, without going into the, because I want people to sort of get get this book. They you can now you can get it online. We'll go into that later on. But without getting into the full story of the book, to, yeah. don't let it all go. Yeah, um, just yeah. an outline, brief outline of of, of what the story is. Well, the story's about the, the the relationship between the granddad and the granddaughter and their shared love of pigeons. Um, and it was also inspired by my friend James, James Cook, who I think you've had on the programme before. Oh, yeah, he, he's yeah. been on the programme quite a few times and his daughter Elizabeth has also been on the programme. Yeah, well, Elizabeth's a lovely young girl. And, I mean, it's just, it was inspired by their relationship as well because... You know, taking my mine and my granddaughter's relationship a few years on, it's uh, it, it's probably what James Cook and Elizabeth have got now. You know, she's she she has a loft of her own, yeah. and I hope Lowen will have a loft of her own one day, my granddaughter. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and, she, and they, um, you know, she trains the pigeons with James. And and her father's got a stud, has got quality pigeons, and she kicks his butt in the races as well. She does. <laughs> she kicks, she's won the, she won the first two races back home in Bude, yeah. And yeah. she topped the section, actually. She, she topped Section C in the Devon Federation, so she's a good flyer. But that, that was the, 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 what was about that, the relationship between, you know, the, the grandfather and granddaughter. And yeah. I mean, we historically, traditionally, it's always been grandson and grandfather. I know in England it has our father and son, but this book sort of just challenges the stereotypes a little bit. And we've got quite a few female pigeon fanciers in England, and certainly writers in the British homing world, you know. Mm. So I just thought, it, and it's, it's, you know, we were in troubled times, Ivan, and I just thought it was like a, a bit of a feel good. I, I wanted it to be a feel-good story, be yeah. a happy ending for the kids. And I think, you know, we all want our kids to read books with happy endings. Yeah. Now, it's been illustrated by a, a guy called Rob Page, and uh, I've seen yeah. the, the cover of the book, and the, the, the actual illustrations look fantastic, very good for kids. Do you want to tell us a little bit about Rob and his, and his yeah. involvement? Well, I, I, I wrote, when, I, when I wrote the book, uh, Ivan, it... I started scouting about for um, illustrators and I had a real job finding a good illustrator, uh, you know, somebody who could do it, who was available. I had, I, I must say, when I, I sent the book off to several publishers and I got contracts from uh, three of them 
Uh, yeah. I, I've actually self-published it with a uh, Blue Poppy Publishing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it, and Blue Poppy Publishing at the right at the eleventh hour. Really, it was as I was flying out to Australia. They said we've just made contact with a um, an il- illustrator called Rob Page, who I think you might like. So when I got here to Australia in January in, uh, on Boxing Day, I contacted Rob and. We well, we sort of hit it off from the start, and it was we were liaising every day about you know how which illustrations would fit the story and what I wanted for each chapter and that sort of thing. And he sent me some ideas, and I was I was over the moon with them. So uh, you know straight away I said to him like you know let's get on with this. And he over a three week period he did me all the drawings, and I was really pleased with them. And everybody they look fantastic. Seen actually, I'm, I'm I'm actually looking at the cover at the moment. It's like a granddad standing in the middle there with his grandchild on on the left hand side, and all pigeons coming out of a basket. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and he's got his walking stick in his hand as well. That's right. And and the the dog that the granddaughter is holding, he's like he's actually me 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 granddaughter's dog. So I wanted to do it about really the, the whole aim of it was to just write it for me grandkids. Yeah, and I wanted to write so that you know in years to come they could look at it and mm. say, oh, "Well, they have a laugh at it and mm. see themselves in it." And, and the their children can have a look at it, and their grandchildren can have a look at it, and yeah. in that way you keep the the sport of pigeon racing alive and and maybe get some kids interested in it. Yeah, and that's a big thing for us now, Ivan, because kids aren't getting interested. Like, well, I know I'm 64 now, and when I was a kid, in our street in Manchester, half the, half the kids in the street had pigeons yeah, or, right, you know, yeah. ferrets or chickens or something. It was the no, same here in Australia, you know. My dad had a fruit shop, and, and uh, I used to construct pigeon lofts out of tomato boxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, and and then I was like eight years old, you know, and he had a friend, a friend that used to park next to him at the fruit and vegetable market where he used to pick up his his stock for the shop. And yeah. uh, one morning I saw this guy tossing his pigeons there at the market, and I said, "What are you doing?" And he says, "I'm training my pigeons for the race." And I thought, training the pigeons for the race, and I got really interested in it, and. Um, he, he turned around to my father and said, well, I'm bringing your son some pigeons. And he says, you've got to help him build a, a cage for them. And, uh, yeah, and that went went from there. Well, that, that's great, that, Ivan, because we all need somebody to encourage us as kids and, and help us get started. And, and one, of the pe- one of the people that helped me massively was my Uncle Sammy. And I've put in, he, I dedicated the book to him because... As oh, a kid, my dad wasn't interested in me having pigeons, but my uncle Sammy, mm. uh, he, he encouraged me greatly. You know, he'd get me timber from where he worked, and he'd get me wire netting, and you know, he'd t- get me pigeons. You know, bring pigeons off his mates and give me young pigeons. And so he he was a great influence on me when I was a kid. And we all, like you say, that chap that you knew. He, he encouraged you and got you started. And yeah, we well, he actually, well, like my, my dad was very apprehensive about it and says, oh, no, you know, we haven't got time to look after pigeons. Yeah. And he says, I don't care what you say. He says, I'm bringing him some birds and he's going to have them. That's, that's <laughs> so, a great story. That's yeah. brilliant. So that's what happened with me. But, um, yeah, this book now, uh, you're, you've published the book and how do people get their hands on it? Because I think that every pigeon fancier in the whole wide world should have a to get, get their hands on this book and give it to their kids or grandkids and, and let them have a read of it. And even if they can, you know, get the kids to take it to their 
respective schools and that and share yeah. share it with the kids at school and all that sort of stuff. Well, we, we all love reading to our grandkids. I know I do. I, I, you know, I read to the kids, grandkids before they go to bed and that sort of thing. And, and it's, it's great listening to your, your kids read, especially if it's something that we're interested in, like our pigeons. So, yeah, I mean, plenty of us are granddads as well, aren't we, Ivan? You know, we're an aging population, yeah, pigeon, yeah. pigeon world. <laughs> yeah. But um, they can get hold of it from either Tumley Lofts, James Cook's website, um, although I'm Maybe the post and packaging to Australia might be a bit restrictive, but there's also um, my, my wife sent off for it the other day from Book Depositor in England, and they, and they've got work free worldwide uh, post and packing. Uh, okay, so, so how, how do you get to that website? Have you got a website address for that? It's just, uh, it's, it's, you just type in Book Depositor, and it will it will come up. That's that's um, and. The other one is Blue Poppy Publishing, who who is the publishers? You know the the, the chap that I want me to publish the book. But the the, the Elaine told me that it's book depository. Yeah, uh, yeah. And if you just type that in, yeah. You, so you, you go to the Mister and Mrs Google machine and type in book depository, and it should come up. And you click on the link yeah. and go there and yeah. look up Granddad Pigeon as the book. That's the name yeah. of the book, and uh, it should come up. Yeah. Uh, several people here already, a, a lot of Elaine's friends have bought it, you know, or ordered it, because it, it doesn't come out until next Friday, the 20th. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that um, um, James Cook, Tumley Loft Stud, he's got uh, a pre-order link on, oh, on right. so he's getting people to pre-order it before it even gets released. Yeah, he told me the other day, he messaged me, and he said on the first day he'd had 4,000 views. Oh yeah, I've, I've put it on. I've put it on the Pigeon Radio Facebook page also, and uh, I we've shared it on the Racing Pigeon Global um, uh, uh, a group that we've got there. That's nearly got a hundred thousand members now. So. Wow, that's brilliant, that Ivan. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, hopefully it'll take off a little bit. I think it will. I think it will. And and I've got an idea. I'm going to approach the um, board of management of my federation, and I'm going to suggest to them that uh, we should buy a few copies of this book and distribute it maybe to the local schools in the area. And yeah. not only will that give uh, pigeon racing a promotion, it'll give our federation a good name, and people will look at us in a different sort of aspect. But- that's right, and that was an, another aspect of the book that I wanted to get over. I wanted this to be—I wanted this to be seen in a positive light because I don't know about you here in Australia, but in England we get terrible publicity from the general public. You know, they call them flying rats and pigeon no. fans. We get the same thing here. We, we get exactly the same thing here. But you know what? I, I I find it funny that you say that because I've been called to the set of you know neighbours. You probably watch neighbours in England. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I've I, been I, I, I've been called to the set of neighbours on a few occasions now to take pigeons over there to release them for a filming of neighbours. And uh, I was talking to the uh, producer of neighbours when I took the birds down there, and I said, you know, what what's the interesting pigeons? I said, what's going on with this? I said, like in Australia, there's not much interest in it. And I oh, said, it's not because of Australia. He said, it's because of the United Kingdom. He yeah, said, he yeah. said, that's why we're incorporating it into the story, because he says people in the United Kingdom, uh, he says pigeon racing's a popular thing over there, and that's why we've incorporated it into the story. Right, brilliant. So, so, yeah. Yeah, so that... Well, that 
I, I want, as I say, I, I wanted to portray the pigeon fanciers and the, you know, the the keeping of pigeons and the, you know the fact that children can get involved in a, in a positive light. And and I've also tried to emphasise that there are there are educational sort of aspects to the sport that kids can pick up on. Mm. You know, the, the mm. ge- geographical sort of element where. You know, we, we, kids are going to learn about weather conditions and the, you know, right. distances and yep. different race points. Uh, you know, there's the mathematical bit working out yep. velocities. Yep. This animal husband is taking yes. care of the birds, that sort of thing. Yeah. And the, the historical aspect where you know pigeons have been have been um, used by man for thousands of yeah, years. And, and there is a there is a part at the back of the book where it says some facts about pigeons and. You know, I've written a, uh, like a blurb there at the back where it just gives a bit of a historical sort of a account of mm. how pigeon racing started and, you know, how popular it is and mm. that sort of thing. Mm. No, look, it's a fantastic idea and uh, I must commend you on the idea. And uh, especially when you were locked in with COVID, that was something that you could <laughs> positive that you could turn COVID into. And uh, right. it's fantastic that you've done this. And uh, I'm going to encourage, well, I know that every federation listens to this radio program every week. And um, I'd like to encourage every president of every federation in Australia, not just in Melbourne, in Australia, to grab a few copies of this book and uh, distribute it around the local schools and get kids interested in pigeon racing. No, that's not a problem, mate. I commend you on the idea, and I think you've done a fantastic job, and uh, it's something that kids kids will uh, will have a pleasure to pick up and read. Well, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, you know, it's. I can't wait to. I can't wait to see my granddaughter's face when we read it to her. Have you read it to her yet? No, not yet. No. I've asked, uh, no, I've said to my daughter, you know, I said to my daughter, do you want me to read it to you, you know, just from the scripts? And she said, no, I want I want to wait until I receive the book. So she should be receiving the book any day now. The, the publisher, uh, he, uh, he took some to James Cook's the other day, mm. uh, last Wednesday, mm. and he was, he's sending ones out to, like, to my two daughters. Yeah. Uh, my old uncle Sammy, who's in a care home in Manchester. Uh, in and you never know, maybe somebody that's uh, good with cartooning and, and doing cartoons for TV, they might pick it up and, and you, you might have invented a new Peppa Pig. <laughs> I doubt it. But. <laughs> <laughs> but you will see, you know, never look, these yeah. illustrations look fantastic. Oh, Rob's been brilliant. He, was, he brought the book to life, honestly, that's all mm. I can say. You. He's, he's now, fantastic. is there any characters in it, like pigeon characters, without going too much into the story? But is no, there's, there is a there's a theme. I'll just say there's a theme that we're all familiar with, Ivan, and you'll see when you, without giving too much away, you'll get you'll see when when uh, when you read it, we've all experienced what happens at the end of the book. Okay, um, and, and we're all we all get that surprise and and, and a, a nice feeling that in our. You know, in ourselves, when we when the thing that I'm talking about happens, you know. Uh, but um, 
I can't really give too much away other than that. No, no, don't <laughs> give too much away. Look, I'd, I'd like to get everybody to uh, go to Book Depository on the internet and uh, order the book Grandad Pigeon and read it to yeah. your kids. All you pigeon fancies out there, you must grab this book. And federations, get grab the book and, and distribute it to the local schools and promote the sport in a positive way. And it's a very good job you've done, and I thank you very much for being part of Pigeon Radio Australia today. Oh, thank you, Ivan. Well, thanks for having me on. It. It's been a, it's no been problem, a and uh, keep in touch with me, and uh, when you've got some spare time, come and give us a visit. Definitely, definitely, mate. All thanks right. A lot. Thank you very thanks much, you. and uh, we'll, we'll catch you later. Thanks, Ivan. Thanks Bye-bye. a lot. Bye now. And keeping with the theme of the interview we just had with Paul Gunning, I'd like to play uh, an Australian song called Grandpa's Little Girl, and it's by an Australian artist called Reg Poole. Reg Poole is an Australian country singer-songwriter. Poole won three golden guitars, was inducted into the role of renown in 2006, was awarded an OAM for services to country music in 2006, and in 2016 was elevated to the country music living legend. As award designed to honour the achievements of those who have made a lasting contribution to country music in Australia and are actively engaged in writing, recording, and performing. So let's listen to Reg Pool with Grandpa's Little Girl. When tears fall down your angel face It breaks my heart in two I'll hold you gently in my arms And whisper, I love you I'll chase away those bad things That come into your world I'd give my life my everything Cause you're grandpa's little girl We spend some time in our private world Of stories and TV Of fairy tales and magic things As you sit there on my knee Say, I love you, puppy. It gives my heart a world to know that you will always be your granddad's little girl. And when you grow too old to sit upon your Granddad's knee And all our magic moments Are distant memories And when you leave Your childhood dreams To find your grown-up world Just don't forget You'll always be 
Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 or pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies Tara Meat We get racing pigeons racing horses racing cattle and poultry feeding All racing pigeon products and supplements available We also have live poultry sales Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies 1227 Holden Road Tulin Vale Open 7 days a week Telephone Peter on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464-2439. Southern FM sponsor. What you hear on community radio is governed by the community broadcasting codes of practice. The codes of practice cover matters relating to program content that are of concern to the community, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music content, programs for children and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting to the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this service. Copies of the codes are available from the Community Broadcasting Association website www.cbaa.org.au 
'Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Is there someone you know who might be alone, who could do with a friend so they're not on their own? Give a conversation as your gift today. A hello, a how's it, and are you okay? Some chit-chat, a natter, a check-in or two to say, I'm here and I care about you. Learn more at areyouokay.org.au Hi there, it's me, Graham the Garden Gnome. If you want to know everything about where I live in your garden, listen in to Molly's Blooming Hour every Saturday at 4pm, only here on 88.3 Southern FM. <laughs> This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia, on 88.3, Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And our website address at Southern FM is southernfm.com.au. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the entire world. And our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is pigeonmedia.com.au. Now get onto Facebook and check out this group it's called the racing pigeon global it's got over ninety six and a half thousand members all interested in pigeon racing and they reckon that pigeon racing is a dying sport well ha 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 what a laugh that is it's not dying at all with over ninety six thousand members on a group on facebook called the racing pigeon global go and check it out now and if you haven't joined it join it and something they've been using in europe for decades now is uh, a product that we've all heard about by visitors that have come over to Australia from Europe and that's yellow drops and we weren't able to obtain those things in Australia but now thanks to Natural Pigeon Products, our good sponsor here on Pigeon Radio Australia and Gary Gillard, yellow drops are now available in Australia. Hi Gary, how are you and uh, welcome back to Pigeon Radio and tell us about your yellow drops. G'day Ivan and everybody. Yeah look, the the yellow drops is a, a very interesting product um, we only just started using it this year. Um, we've spoken to a lot of overseas people who use it, and uh, it seems to get quite a good uh, rap from, from just about everybody. Um, the thing that I like about Yellow Drops the most is 
you know, it not only clears the airways, it's also good for treating for, for wet canker and infections. So, um, yeah, that's one of the main reasons that people use yellow drops uh, rather than drugs to do this with. And um, what's the instructions for administering it? What, what, what's the instructions that come with your stuff for administering it to the birds? People don't know how to use it, so how, how would you okay. recommend to use it? Look, um, uh, this is an interesting one because, you know, you speak to some of the overseas vets and they do it one way. If you, if you uh, look on the, on the internet at Herbert's, um, he's a vet, he uses it a different way. Um, but the first thing you have to look at is, is what you're trying to achieve. So in the event that you want to clear the mucus out of the head, um, it's administered as one or two drops in each nostril and you hold the pigeon's head back a bit, you wait uh, about 30 seconds to a minute, and then you put the pigeon in the basket. And then when you get to pick up the pigeon again, if it has uh, a mucus inside the head, you can actually just squeeze the nostrils and you'll see the mucus come out of the the slit in the top of the throat. So um, that's very important for for when you're sending birds away, you know, that they've got good breathing. Um, that, that's one way that they use it. And that's probably the, the way that most people use it. Then you've got a lot of fanciers as well who are concerned about picking up uh, diseases in the drinking water and things like that. So this brings you to the second way of using it. Uh, what they do is on basketing night when they're, or basketing day when they're going through their pigeons, they'll put one drop down the throat and the tip of the tongue down the throat and that acts like a disinfectant as such. So they put their pigeons back into the loft, they, they eat, they drink water and it keeps the throat nice and clean, uh, which is another important thing. Um, then you've got other groups of people that use it want to use it for a, a, a wet canker treatment. So what they do then is they will put uh, 10 mil uh, per kilo of food on the grain and they do that once a week. Um, I've been doing that this year. I've been putting it on the food once a week. The pigeons are looking great. I haven't had any problems with wet canker. Uh, we've started you know, training. The stress has been pretty high. Um, and it seems to be doing a, a, a good job as, as we've been instructed by a lot of overseas people. Um, then if you want to also uh, do it in the water, you can put um, one mil per litre of water and, of course, you get that to the birds. That, that, that doesn't do the respiratory, though, so just be aware that when it's, when it's put on the food or administered in the water, you're only doing like bacteria or, or canker uh, flare-ups in the nostril for clearing the airways, on the food and in the water for bacteria and canker issues. Okay, so now if anyone's interested in obtaining it or getting it or ordering it from you, what's the procedure? Oh, look, it's quite simple. They could uh, get it from our website, uh, www.pigeonvitality.com.au or www.ronefree.com.au. Dot com dot au is available oh, on their website. Oh, you got a new address, Gary. Um, no, look, we've we've always had that one. Uh, it just reflects back to our normal 
pigeon uh, vitality website. Oh, yeah, no worries. And uh, it's uh, in what sizes can they buy it in? Um, at the moment, it's in uh, 50 mil bottles. Uh, it's available in two types. It's, it's available in a 50 mil eyedropper or it's available in a 50 mil squeeze bottle. Um, the eyedropper is okay, I find, for when you want to do it in a nostril. Um, I find that the squeeze bottle is a better option in the event that you want to put it down the throat because you're always picking up the bottle, putting it down, picking it up, putting it down. And with the eyedropper, it can, you know, get a little bit on the uh, sloppy side when you're trying to do it really quickly. Yep. All right, Gary, thanks very much for your time. And um, it's great that we've got this product available now in Australia. We don't have to just listen to the guys from overseas who use it and... uh, yeah, we, we weren't able to obtain it, so it's, it's a good thing that you've got it in. Yes, it is good. So, you know, with a bit of luck, a lot of people now will be uh, thinking yellow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, mate, thanks very much for your time. No worries. Thanks a lot. See, See you, later. mate. Bye.
Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 or pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies Tara Meat We get racing pigeons racing horses racing cattle and poultry feeding All racing pigeon products and supplements available We also have live poultry sales Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies 1227 Holden Road Tulin Vale Open 7 days a week Telephone Peter on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted pigeon radio show in the world. Hosted and presented by Ivan Fonti. And we've got a break now for the Southern FM National Radio News and we'll be back after the news to find out about a sale that's happening at the Victorian Racing Pigeon Union and that's Carl's complete disposal sale. We'll catch you after the Southern FM National Radio News.
You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia, brought to you here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And uh, our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is pigeonmedia.com.au. The Southern FM website is southernfm.com.au. And don't forget, you can catch our program after this broadcast on a podcast via the Podbean Network on the net and uh, if you can't find us go to the mr and mrs google machine and search pigeon radio australia and you will find our podcasts that are on every podcast platform even apple and pandora and uh, spotify everywhere you can find pigeon radio australia so go and check it out and if you don't listen to the program you can catch up with all the latest stuff on Pigeon Radio Australia via our podcast, which is hosted by the Podbean Network. And on the line, I have Carl, who's got a complete disposal sale at the VRPU rooms on Friday the 27th of May 2022, and there's an array of great birds there. Hello, Carl, and welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia. How are you, mate? Good yourself? Yeah, good, mate. Now, um, you've got some some fantastic birds. All the base of your birds are uh, mostly from Jack Van der Linden in South Australia. Can you tell us a little bit about how you built this family of pigeons? Well, when I first got into the pigeons, I've got a good mate of mine, John Flores, and I told him I'm after buying some birds. And he goes to me, well, if you want my opinion, he goes, I'll be going to Jack. So I gave Jack a call and, yeah, and, and that's how it started. And I told Jack, listen, I'm a new flyer. What do you think will help me, you know? And he started with the Hermans and in the Gabbies and the Van Dykes, and that's how we hit it off, me and Jack. So, and that's how I've got all my birds. Well, 95% of my birds are from Jack. Okay. And um, how come you're selling them? What, what's what's the reason for selling them all? Well, I've just turned 40, and I've got a young family. My eldest is 14. The middle one's 11, and the youngest one's 7. And I've got three girls, and I think they're, they're starting to realise Dad's not around as much as he used to be. So before it's too late, I'll I just I need to spend time with my family, and you know I've got too many hobbies, so I think I've got to spend a bit more time with the family. And do you reckon you'd ever get back into it again, or is that I'll, it for you? And well, racing? look, I'll, I'll be definitely giving them two to three years off, but if I ever come back into racing, what I would do is. I would probably just buy race teams and just race other people's birds just to get the breeding side away from, you know, it's just, you know, three to four months, it'll be mine. I don't have to stay home and breed birds and ring them and all of that kind of stuff. So, look, I'd, I'd love to get back into it. But, um, yeah, it would be just race teams. Oh, yeah, no worries. Okay, now um, you've got lot one there, and it's first fed Ivanhoe. Let's t- tell us a little bit about this pigeon. It's Jansen Cross Huben. Yes, well, that pigeon, 
when I first started, Becca Halabi gave me some stockbirds, and um, I bred a few birds, and she was obviously one of them. And he, I don't know where he acquired the birds from. And yeah, we just put them together, and that's how it happened. And I left her as a two-year-old, and she won a race for me. So hmm. it was just probably kind of pot luck because I got no experience or I didn't have much experience no. in raising pigeons. And so yeah, no, she's a good bird. Yeah, and she's also uh, bred um, fifth place for Daniel Tanaglia for the Melton Classic, was it? Yeah, yeah, she, she bred that, and she also bred one for Becca Halabi from um, Mildura for the. No, that, that was. Uh, oh yeah, the no, Melton Classic it, from Mildura was, for yeah. Becca and um, Murray Bridge fourteenth for Daniel. Yeah, yeah. No, well, she produced them well, so and her kids were always always there, you know. Yeah. But now, like, did you race any of the youngsters yourself? Well, no, because no. in 2018 I didn't race, and that's when I bred the birds for the boys. And 2019 I didn't race, and not many people did. No. Yeah, and it's just the COVID killed me for two years. So it was three <laughs> years. I, I, the last three years I haven't raced. Well, yeah. last year I raced, but it wasn't much of a season. No, we only had three or four races, and that was yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think I've got, I've got two birds on the drop from King Island, which they came 14th. Oh, gee, and, that's yeah, all right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just, I've got all these birds, and they're just, I'm just not getting the best out of them. Okay, so um, what do you reckon? You've got you've got kids of, of Johnny Boy there, haven't you? I've got a daughter of Johnny Boy. Is that directly a, off him or? Direct off him. Yeah. Yes. Gee, yeah. that's not bad. Yeah. And then you've got uh, direct children of Jack Vanderlinden's number one Herman Coisters pair. I've got two of them. I've got a hen and a cock. Yeah. And their full brother and full sister to the syndicate cock. Yeah. Um, I've got also another two. I've got another hen and another cock, which is also off the number one cock of Jack's. Yeah. And you've so, also yeah. got six grandchildren to little boy. Yes. Yeah, I've got six of them. Jesus, some some very good bloodlines there, and um, what what made you mix up all these bloodlines? You've got a lot, like you've got um, Harriman Coisters, you've got Gabby's, you've got Hubens, you've got Jansons. So it's a big mixture. Is it, did you just looking for winners' lines, or were you looking for particular bloodlines, or did people advise you to to mix and match like that? Well, I think it, I went. First of all, for bloodline, and then I went looking for birds that had already proven themselves on yeah. the on the racetrack, yeah. and it was just more along the lines where you got certain breeds for certain distances. Like I've I've got a hen in there. She came seventh fed in South Australia in Marla, and she's she's a Euro. She's a pure Van Dyke. Yeah. So, you know, I wanted to try fly the distance with some Euros as well. Well, I can see why you got the Van Dykes, because Van Dykes are the base of Harriman Coyster. So um, they, they match very well with the Harriman Coyster line. Well, yeah, 100%. And a, a lot of the youngsters that I've bred were Van Dyke crossed Harriman Coyster. Yeah, yeah, and they, they go very well together too. Yeah, yeah. And look, you know... You jump on the internet and you see all these lovely birds. Yeah, I want that one and I want that one. And that's probably – and most of the birds that i got, I asked Jack, I go, Jack, what do you think I would need, you know, to be semi-successful? And he goes to me, listen, you got your distance birds and you got your sprint birds. I go, all right, well, let's do it. You know, tell me what you think, you know, will benefit me. And that's what he sent me over. Mm. Are you sorry to get rid of them? Very. <laughs> 
They've cost me a lot of money, and yeah. some birds have got real sentimental value to me. Like, especially lot number one, that's going to be very hard to give her away. Uh, would that be you your know? most favourite bird, that lot one? Well, I've got three of them. Yeah. Um, it would be lot one. Yeah. Definitely, definitely lot Well, that's the only first fed that I've ever won. Um, there's another hen in there. She's a blue checker hen. Her ring number is 8,200. Mm-hmm. Um, the sire was John Flores's Tassie cock, okay. and the hen was of Daniel Tanali's Durians. And, and I bred her the same year. I bred my first fed hen. Mm. And there's a, there's another cock in there. He's a mealy cock, which I double fedded him, and mm. he was just a superb pigeon for me. So the ones that are really going to hurt are the ones that I raced and done well with. Mm. Mm. Now, um, you contacted me that you wanted to put it online because you've got a lot of interstate interest. So we're going to stream stream the auction online and uh, we're going to organise uh, people that want telephone bidding. They can contact me and we'll organise uh, people to bid on their behalf at the auction. Yep, yep. Definitely. So, oh, look, the, the, the response I've got from people interstate is like oh, Queensland, WA, and mm. New South Wales. New South Wales is going crazy over the Hermans. Yeah. So, yeah, because they uh, do well with them over there. That's why. Yeah, and, and look, and there was a couple of boys from South Australia as well that were keen on them. Yeah. And I just, I just said to them, listen, hold on, just let me see what I can work out for you. I'll, look, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't expecting this kind of a response to the auction. Oh, yeah. and, and that's God's honest truth. And uh, it was a bit well, overwhelming. You've got good the birds there, right? You, you haven't you haven't spared any money on spending money on getting good pigeons, and uh, people chase good pigeons. So you know, and and yeah. they and they're sort of proven, aren't they? Because you've given other people pigeons to race, and that and they've done well with them. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So yeah. have you ever seen any interstate to any other states for people to race? No, no. Yeah, you no. haven't. So they haven't. It was been... just—it was just mainly to friends, you know, just people that are local, and you know, I wasn't—I wasn't going to race, and I knew I wasn't going to race for a couple of years, and I just told the boys, listen, if you want to, you know, a couple of teams each, I'll be more than happy to do that. Yeah, yeah, very good. And the, all yeah. those those birds done well for the people that you bred them for. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, not the last round because they didn't race them, but uh, yeah, <laughs> because of COVID. Yeah, but, yeah. 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 Well, well, mate, those birds were probably still in some people's lofts and they'll be raced this year. Well, yeah, for sure. Well, I, I know John Flores, Paul Burlak, Mick Doria, Becca Halabi, they've all got more birds and they'll be definitely racing them. Yeah, and they'll probably race them successfully as two-year-olds and uh, yeah, your name will pop up again. So, yeah, I'd uh, encourage everybody that wants to get any birds uh, from this sale to have a look at the catalogue. Now, I'm going to put the catalogue under the podcast from Pigeon Radio so that people, when the podcast comes out, they'll be able to download the catalogue direct from our website. Yep. And also, I'm going to um, put my uh, contact details there that anybody from interstate, and I'll send you my contact details, can contact me and we'll organise... Um, uh, telephone bidding for them and yep. also I'm coming up to the sale to stream the entire sale online on Facebook. I'm going to stream it. Yeah, beautiful. If, if, and if you can just explain to the people and how it works with the shipping of the bird. Well, shipping of the bird, we have a uh, lady here in uh, Melbourne and uh, any shipping costs, the whoever buys the bird will have to uh, 
foot out the shipping costs, right? That's that's just as yeah. normal normal practice. So um, what happens is uh, I just contact that lady, and then she will contact the person that's bought the pigeon, and uh, she will come to your place, pick up the birds, uh, pack them in crates. She packs them all in in special crates for birds and everything like that and uh, takes them to the airport and sends them to wherever they have to go and she tries to do it all in one hit so it doesn't cost a lot of money for people yeah beautiful that'd be great so that'd it's be very easy uh, and uh, I've used her for the Royal Children's Hospital appeal and she done a fantastic job everybody was very happy for that so no, uh, yeah, I'll use her again you know so she, <laughs> it, she'll do a good job I'm, I trust her and, and she packs all the birds in crates in proper crates and makes sure they, they're, they're right and yeah and she's got a, a, a van that she transports the birds to the airport with and She's been doing it for a while. She does it with budgies and other birds and animals as well. Yeah, that'll be fantastic. So, yeah, there won't be any problem. The only thing is that whoever buys the pigeon will have to uh, also pay for the transport costs. Yeah, okay. Well, they can work it out with her, can't they? Yes, they can. So yeah. I'm going to ring her up before your sale and uh, let her know what's happening. And then uh, everybody that buys us a bird from interstate, their details will then be sent to her and she will contact everybody. Yeah, beautiful. And uh, organise the delivery of the birds to those people. Yeah. So there won't be a problem for transport at all. Yeah. Just one thing I'd like to say to the people. Yep. Every bird that's in the sale... Mm-hmm. Fills and lays. Even the older, there's a couple of hens there I was looking at that, that they were a bit older. I think there was a Huben, a Huben hen I saw there. Yeah, the blue checker hen, yeah. 2012 rung. Yeah. That's that's the one. Yeah, Australia 12, double one six four seven. Yes, well... Bred by Blenhaven Stud and purchased yep. from Jack van der Linden, the sire Sinaloa. Bought for eight grand and at the Lou Brothers sale, and I was there when he bought that pigeon, and he did pay eight thousand bucks for that bird. Yeah. And uh, well, yeah, it, that's it's, very it's good. On a pedigree. <laughs> in, in fact, in fact, uh, Luke Huben has told me that those birds that were sent to Lou Brothers were probably the, some of the best Hubens ever sent overseas. Yeah, well, I've got one of her youngsters in there, double six oh four, which mm-hmm. is a blue checker hen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I. I've got three Van Dykes that have been imported by Jack himself. Mm-hmm. One's an 08 rung, and that's a hen. And I've got a, another hen that's 09 rung, and I've got a cock that's 09 rung. Mm. Now, they're going to be at the sale. Mm. I, I haven't put them on the catalogue because I will auction them off, mm. but I cannot promise anyone they're going to fill no, or they're going to lay. No, hens are very touchy. With hens, yeah. you know, eight, nine years old. Sometimes they'll feel, sometimes they won't, you know. Well, like, the 2009 rung hen, I've got one of her daughters in the sale that I bred off her last year, and I mm. put her to lot 11, which is the full brother to the syndicate cock. Mm-hmm. So how will you auction the birds that are not listed in the catalogue? Are you going to, like, announce them at the sale? or? I'll just announce it at the sale. Oh. And, pe- look, I have to be honest with these people. You know, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll, something I'll say to everyone: I'm not desperate for the money. I don't need the money, and mm-hmm. I just want people to buy birds. Mm-hmm. The ones that I have got on the catalogue have mm-hmm. filled and have laid last year. Mm-hmm. And the, the health, the general health of the pigeons is good, isn't it? Oh, they're superb. So you've been looking after them properly and all that sort of stuff. 
Well, yeah, because I've spent a lot of money on them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm definitely looking yeah. after them. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely yeah, looking yeah, after yeah. the birds. Yeah, now, no, um, loft equipment and all that sort of, I saw there's baskets at the end. And, and uh, what kind of loft equipment are you selling off? Well, I've got ceramic nest bowls. Yeah. I'll be selling them off. Um, I've got a 470 pad for a benzene. Mm-hmm. That'll be going as well. And I've got the um, 600 by 350, you know, those um, ones that Rod Simmons sells, the ones that, the foldable ones, they, oh, they yeah, collapse. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're made yeah, out of yeah. the canvas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, I've got four of them and they'll be going as well. All right, no worries. And uh, you haven't got clocks already gone, is it? Sorry? Your clock. You've yeah, got the a pad gone. there, clock's yeah, the, yeah, the clock's gone, yeah. <laughs> Somebody's yeah, picked that gone. up very quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Now, anything else you'd like to tell us about the uh, auction? Well, it's, it, well, it's pretty simple. People will look at this at the catalogue and they'll know I haven't spared money. Money wasn't – I did not care about the money that I spent on the birds and I've gone out and I've bought the best birds I can afford. Hmm. All the birds that are in the sale have filled – and have laid. Mm. I cannot be more honest than what yeah. I have been. Yeah. Um, and there's, I think there's three birds that I've missed to put on the sale, on yeah. the catalogue, yeah. and I'll, I'll just put them in the auction. And there's, they're cracker birds too, but I'll just, you know, when, you, when you're dealing with 95 birds, you're bound to miss one or two. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Now, I'll, all I'll, these I'll birds will have pedigrees with them, comes with them? or Well, on the catalogue, it'll tell you. Whether it's got a pedigree or if it hasn't got a pedigree. Okay. Yeah, right. Because people yeah. have to understand, when when I bought the birds off Jack, Jack hasn't been given out pedigrees since he started breeding and selling birds. Jack just got into it for the last three, four years. So all of the older birds that I bought off him, I couldn't get a pedigree for him because he didn't have any. He couldn't make them up because he's not too switched on with computers. Oh, uh, yeah. So he actually gets a gentleman in Adelaide to do them for him at the moment. So he still doesn't do it. He's, he gets someone to do it for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and that's probably the only reason why they haven't got pedigrees. But he he knows each bird by the ring number. Now, do you think if somebody bought a pigeon from you and it didn't have a pedigree and they wanted to get in touch with Jack, do you reckon they'd give him some info on it? Probably. Hmm. He, definitely, he definitely won't give him a pedigree. No, but he, he he might be able to give him some info. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, over the phone sort of info. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm talking about. Because I've tried to get pedigrees for these birds, yeah. and um, yeah, yeah. Well, fair enough. You know who's bred them anyway, and you know what they're off, sort of thing. But yeah, you just don't have a uh, have it listed on a piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Jack's had a lot of phone calls lately, uh. and he actually called me and he started telling me off for having the sale. He goes, "Me, my phone hasn't stopped." Uh, yeah, and people and we're just having a laugh. You know, he, he sometimes he can be a little grumpy, but he's all right. Mm. All right, no worries. So um, uh, the sale date is Friday the twenty seventh. Uh, what time can people start getting there if they want to have a look at the pigeons? I'm going to open up the doors at six thirty uh-huh. in the evening, and we're going to start the auction at eight o'clock. And I've done that just so people from the other side of town they can all get a chance to come down and. Uh-huh. Get, get themselves a bird or two, you know. Now, who's, the, who's doing the auction? Well, I'm going to have the auction is going to be Mark Tung. Okay. Um, I've got Paul Cassidus and Peter Sawyer on the receipt books and whatnot. Oh, yeah, Paul's um, a good bloke. Yeah. yeah I'm, 
Well, I tried calling Wayne Williams to handle the birds for me, but he's on holidays. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to. Sp- I think he comes back tomorrow. So I'll speak to him. And you. I'll be there streaming it on Facebook. So yeah. uh, what we'll do is uh, when you uh, open the doors at six thirty, I'll do a stream of each pigeon, and yeah. maybe you can go around round with me while I'm streaming the birds and tell people about them. So everybody, get on Facebook on the Pigeon Media Pigeon Radio Australia page, and you will see the uh, streaming there from six thirty. We'll go for all the. Um, the birds that are in the sale. Yeah, for sure. All right, so that people can get a good look at them before the sale starts. Yeah, and um, another thing I've got to mention, I'm going to do a flyer that's going to go out on Facebook and to all the clubs, and we just have terms and conditions of the sale on mm. payment methods and explain the Van Dykes, the, the three older Van Dykes. We're just giving everyone just like a refresher on exactly uh-huh. what's happening. Well, I've I've gone around the various um, federation websites, and your sales listed on on you know, every federation website in Melbourne, so yeah, they all know about it, and uh, it'll be listed on the Pigeon Radio website. So uh, yeah, people will find out about it very easily. Yeah, perfect. All right, so uh, we'll see you on Friday the twenty seventh at uh, six thirty. Don't forget, if you're interstate and you want to see these pigeons, you want interested in buying them, get on the Pigeon Radio Pigeon Media Facebook page, and it'll be streamed live from there. Perfect. Now, all the contact details for me to organise telephone bidding will be on this podcast page and on the Pigeon Radio website. So you'll be able to contact me if you're interested in putting in a bid for any of these pigeons. Much appreciated. No worries, mate. And uh, glad to help you out. And, uh, yeah, maybe when you, if you ever race it again, I'll breed your team of pigeons myself. <laughs> I appreciate that, Phil. I really no do. No worries. All right. Thanks very much for being on Pigeon Radio Australia, and uh, we'll see you at the sale. Thanks for having me, Ivan. Thanks, mate. See ya. Bye-bye. And let's take a break now on Pigeon Radio Australia. And I want to play a, a song, and it's an Australian medley. And uh, it's by the Aussie Outback Walkabout Band. And let's have a listen to it. It's got a few songs there uh, from Australia. And I hope you enjoy this musical interlude on Pigeon Radio Australia.
Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 or pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. I know fire. I know that burning embers from bushfires can travel 30 kilometres, lighting new fires in seconds, like the one that burnt my house down. I know extreme fire danger ratings or above aren't announced often, but when they are, you need to be ready. Check the Vic Emergency app daily and be prepared to leave early. How well do you know fire? Plan, act, survive. Go to emergency.vic.gov.au. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. Hi, Craig Lowndes here. As a professional driver, safety is my highest priority. At the Australian Road Safety Foundation, we believe every single road user has the power to be the change they want to see on the road. And that starts well before getting behind the wheel. With road trauma being the biggest killer of kids aged 1 to 14 and the second biggest of those under 25. I'm urging teachers, parents and students to visit roadset.com.au and get started on their own educational journey today. Želite li okusiti Hrvatsku? Ugodite hrvatskom glasu. S Maricom Čok. Hrvatska glazba. Vijesti i čet. Svakog ponedjeljka od 22 do 3 sata. Upravo ovdje. Na 88.3 Južna FM. Zvukovi uz obalu. Monday is from 10pm to 3am. Tune in to Croatian Voice with Marica Čok. A taste of Croatia with Croatian music, news and chat right here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2pm, for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. 
You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, here from the studios of Pigeon Media in Melbourne, Australia. This is the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world. Tune in live worldwide via our website at www.pigeonmedia.com.au. Stop the pigeon, 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 stop the and the Southern FM website, go and visit it, have a look at it, it's pretty good, is southernfm.com.au. And you can go to the Pigeon Media website, which is pigeonmedia.com.au. We have some uh, pigeon racing annou- announcements to make today, and uh, the first announcement is a sad one. Jack Moody, Vale Jack Moody, has passed away. It is with deep sadness that I advise the membership of the passing of our Eastern Life member, Jack Moody, on the 11th of May, aged 94 years. Jack was one of the most respected and influential members in the Victorian Homing Association, Long History, and the VHA Old Bird Aggregate Trophy is named in his honour. Jack's pigeon racing contributions since joining the Elstonwick Pigeon Club in 1942 include... VHA Auditor from 1945 to 1963, VHA Assistant Secretary from 1957 to 1963, VHA Treasurer from 1970 to 1980, VHA President from 1981 to 1991, and Hall of Fame member, 50-year member and life member. The Committee of the Victorian Homing Association and Pigeon Radio Australia extends our condolences to Jack's family and many friends. The pigeon pox vaccine do not vaccinate your birds. The pigeon pox vaccine commonly used in Australia is currently unavailable. Dr. Colin Walker is actively working with the APVMA, the Australian Pesticides and Veterinary Medicines Authority, to obtain a new production and sale permit. Unfortunately, this is going to take longer than first thought. As a result, we will not have access to the vaccine for the remainder of the 22 season and possibly into early 23. The pigeon pox vaccine is a live virus vaccine and once the birds are vaccinated, they can carry the virus for up to six weeks. The racing season is fast approaching in seven to eight weeks away. In the best interests of our racing pigeons and to reduce the high risk of vaccinated birds infecting non-vaccinated birds, the VRPB, the Victorian Racing Pigeon Body Incorporated, requests that effective immediately all flyers in Victoria stop or do not vaccinate their race team. If you have already vaccinated your race team with leftover vaccine from last year, this is okay. But we ask that you all follow the appropriate protocols to minimise the mixing of pigeons from other lofts. Effective immediately, 
No further vaccination of racing pigeons should occur with pigeon pox vaccine until the issue with accessing the vaccine now and in the future is resolved. For more information on pigeon pox and the vaccination process, please refer to Dr Colin Walker's website, www.ospigeonco.com.au, poxvirus.html. Regards, VRPB Executive Body. And as we heard earlier in the program, Carl's complete disposal sale is on the 27th of May. That's Friday night, the 27th of May, 2022, at the VRPU rooms in Campbellfield. So if you're interested in purchasing any birds from Carl's complete disposal sale, please go on Friday night from 6.30 at the VRPU rooms in Campbellfield on the 27th of May, 2022. The Open Age nomination race for the Western Pigeon Federation 2022 in lieu of the 2022 WPF Breeders' Plate. When? Sunday the 11th of September 2022. Where? Well, it's from Coomba, 560 to 600 kilometres. Basketing, Friday, 9th of September 2022, between 5.30 and 8.30pm. Basketing location is the Western Pigeon Federation's rooms at 19 Carrington Drive, Albion, Victoria, 3020. How to enter. Decide on how many birds you would like to send to the race. No limit all ages. Two, entry fees, $50 per nominated entry, e.g. four entries, 4 by 50 equals $200. Email your name, address and mobile phone along with the number of nominations you would like to enter to treasurer at wpf.org.au or visit the website www.wpf.org.au to register your entry nominations. Four, pay for your nominations by Friday the 5th of August 2022. FPOS bank details will be provided on receipt of your nominations. 5. A basketing night. A. Select the birds you want to send from your loft on the night. Turn up to the WPF rooms and have your birds basketed and clock set. Clock your birds on the day of the race. Open clocking. Produce your clock according to WPF rules and win some prize money. Yes, it is that simple. First prize equals subject to nomination entries. Paying a minimum of 10 places. Every nominated entry will receive free entry into a draw drawn on basketing night. First prize equals four by Breeders' Plate Rings for 2023 season. Second prize is two by Breeders' Plate Rings for the 2023 season. And third prize is one by Breeders' Plate Rings for the 2023 season. Now, WPF Breeders' Plate Rings are $50 each, so that's a good prize to win. For more information, call Ray Russell on 0418 553 431 or Ivan Fonte on 0410 838311 Joe Ferugia on 0418386506 Don't forget the Ken Marshall Seaview Lofts Pigeon Auction Direct Imported and Surplus Birds Unique Opportunity and World Class Genetics Sunday the 12th of June 2022 at the Liverpool Pigeon Club in Sydney Australia For more information call Ken Marshall on 0493-381-674 or Adam Archer on 0421-670-004. Viewing is from 11am 
and the auction will commence at 1pm. Cash and FPOS is available at the auction. Online catalogues available from May 2022 and we have posted part one of the catalogue on the Pigeon Media website. That's www.pigeonmedia.com.au And don't forget, the Dandenong Racing Pigeon Club presents the 2022 King Island Two Bird Race Series. $500 extra prize money for each race. Barbecue sponsored by... On top roofing, Brad McPherson. Race 1 is on Saturday the 28th of the 5th, 2022. And basketing is at the Dandenong Club Rooms on Thursday night the 26th of May, 2022. Race 2 is on Saturday the 4th of June, 2022. And basketing is at the Dandenong Racing Pigeon Club Thursday on the 2nd of June, 2022. Two bird entry is $35, $20 compulsory pools, optional smaller pools, a Calcutta, one flyer per address, clock presentation at the Dandenong and by arrangement at other federations, raffle prizes from Gary Gillard, Pigeon Vitality, refreshments available at the Dandenong Racing Pigeon Club. For further information, contact Neville Arathoon on 0413-912-168. And that's our Racing Pigeon community announcements for this week. And now let's listen to a classic country music Australian song from Lee Kernigan and it's quite simply called Australian Boy. And we'll be back with more Pigeon Radio Australia after this break. Well, I got roots where the salt bush grow I'm an Australian boy In the land of boredom and brigalow I'm an Australian boy
Tell the kids that I'll be home soon I'm an Australian boy Southern FM. And we're going to finish off the show today with an interview we did with Yelly Rosie as when he came out here to Australia and was live in our studio. And this is part of the interview we had with Yelly Rosie and Davy Tornell was also a guest in the studio. And I'd like to mention that Davy Tornell on the weekend won the national race with a bird that did very well last season. So Davy Tornell is doing very, very well in the racing in Belgium and we hope to have him on the radio in the next couple of weeks time to tell us about his national win so it's from me Ivan Fonte good night cheerio and we'll catch you next week Tony Barbara was missing in action this week but I'm hopefully that he will uh, return next week on Pigeon Radio Australia until then cheerio now, first of all, I'm going to ask you, how is your season? Tell us about your accomplishments oh, this I season. I cannot complain. Uh, I end up as second national champion left. Last year I was third. So uh, next year I hope to go for gold. But yeah, you never know. Maybe they kick my ass. <laughs> we will see and we will feel. Uh, but yeah, I can, they did good, the young birds. And, and everything was okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If it's like that every year, I will be happy. Fantastic. Rod Simmons, you've got uh, any questions to shoot? All right. You've race season, you've obviously finished, you've started breeding from Christmas on. Um, ha- I know we've probably covered this at your convention, but um, how old are your birds before you start preparing them for the race? The young birds, they, they will be uh, it's uh, between six and four months, let's say like that, because we breed the first and the second round. Uh, I start uh, pairing up the half of December uh, and I keep on weaning till let's say end of March uh, and those birds they all go to the national races of uh, at the, that starts at the beginning of August that's the bush the most popular race we have in Belgium that's the, 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 the national race for from the king and uh, uh, that's the beginning of August, and then they have a schedule of uh, next year they will have five national races. Uh, this year we had four. Next year they add another one again. Also this year the longest distance was 550 kilometers, and next year they add another of 600 kilometers for me. Of course, uh, I, when I fly 600, the people at the short end they fly 100 kilometers less. Uh, and I'm not the longest then because the longest then will, will be around 640. So uh, the birds they have an age when I start at the national races between let's say four and six months. 
And um, you mainly, but people may not know, but you mainly specialise with young birds. Yeah, specialise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're doing good in something, yeah, <laughs> and they think you're a specialist, but I think the birds are specialists <laughs> because uh, if you give me bad birds, I will fly like shit also. <laughs> and uh, in a year, you have some good ones, but you have a lot of rubbish that you breed to fly races. <laughs> yeah, now, Davy. Um, a question to yourself, do you mainly specialise in young birds or in old birds? Uh, in old and yearling birds. Right. And with your preparation, how would you prepare your young birds firstly? And then you get them ready for as uh, your yearlings we call two-year-olds, so two-year-olds and old. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you do that? Old yeah, how do you prepare young birds and set them up for the old, as old birds? No, uh, we play also the young birds on uh, two or three national races from the four this year. And uh, we don't select it. They can everybody have a shant as yearling, and after the season on the yearling, we select the birds. Right. We have uh, 140 yearlings and uh, about 60 uh, old birds. So uh, <laughs> this was my favorite hen that won uh, the national race. She won the year before also the third national on uh, Argenton, and also two times the second provincial on a middle distance uh, race. Yeah, that was a good hand, this, and, and she won. <laughs> she was uh, a grand-grandchild of uh, Tiesto, the base breeder of my loft. And uh, the, on the father's side, it was uh, the papa was a half-brother of the first national Suterrain that we won in 2012. And, and wh- where's the background of those birds? Obviously, it goes back to your family, but is there any common denominator of breeding that we could uh, we could relate to? Papa and Mama are both a uh, relationship with Yesto uh, of this pigeon. Mm. So it's line bread to those. Yes, line bread to those. Now, Yali, you've um, just had sold some of your Hubens online with your Pippa. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that was very successful. Uh, the you're, you're sort of re- revolving, developing your Queen Owl line. Uh, could you just inform the listeners to how you're going about that and what you're trying to do uh, I had the auction on Pipa uh, two reasons I want to cut the number down of my birds and uh, uh, I want to move ahead also uh, I told you uh, before that uh, the, the I want to bring all the best racers to the breeding loft because uh, I think it's better to have younger breeders that did good in the, in the, in the races on national level for me. And I, I don't, of course I have to uh, uh, kiss my both hands. I had those Hubens of course also, but they are still in the background of me. Uh, if me my, my, uh, my, my basic birds. Uh, and I just want to cut the number down now and want to move ahead with uh, all those proven racers. And I think it's the best way to stay on, on a high level. Uh, what I saw in in the last few years, if I breed out of proven racers, you have more youngsters out of them at the end of the season. If you're clocking to- birds in the top, uh, most of the times it's out of those birds. It's and and you have to move ahead. And and of course, if you keep all the birds all the time, yeah, you get a lot of birds. <laughs> and that's what I w- want to avoid uh, because uh, two months ago, also uh, all of a sudden. I was uh, laying down with uh, a lumbago in my uh, in the back. I even could sit sit up. So <laughs> I told my wife, "I have to go for a sheet. We are in trouble." <laughs> <laughs> so and and also, 
Too many birds, I don't like it anymore. Of of, we're going to fly, of course. Uh, we're going to separate 150 youngsters. Uh, but as soon as the season is over there, the number reduced till, till 100 maybe. Uh, but before, I had even more birds. And I think you see everybody specializing more and more. You have guys on that discipline, that discipline. And it's to keep the quality high, it's, it's better you focus on only those good ones. Sometimes I say it's not bad to have a shipping limit because then you, you, you focus more on your good birds. We have no shipping limit in Belgium, so we can ship everything and then all of a sudden you have your lucky bird. Let's say he, he win a second or third national prize or even a national and he never clocked again before and after. So, But if you want to have those steady, one, steady birds, you don't need that big team. And and that's the number has to go down at my place. That's what I know. Because you're obviously professional, um, do you retain half your birds to sell uh, and half to race, or how do you go about it? How you mean? Because well, you sell a lot of pigeons, yeah. obviously, as as a commercial business. Uh, what percentage would you be racing, and what percentage would you would you sell? Well, percentage. Uh, yeah, let's say. Yeah, half half maybe. Yeah. But no, I breed maybe 150 for racing, and I breed another 150. I put them in aviaries, late hatches, summer youngsters, whatever, what name you will give it. But and then I start selecting. So less than 100, I will, I will sell. You're listening to your local community radio station, 88.3 Southern FM. Stop the pigeon! Stop the pigeon! Stop the pigeon! Stop the pigeon! 